0: Instead they got Heroes did you hear the quotes in my voice Of moral ambiguity It may help or may not Help you at all Depends on what's in it for them They kick and they punch and they ball and they smash They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash Succeed or fail It has to tell Dungeons and Debuckles starts now Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debuckles podcast I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Hannah.
1: I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia the Human Rogue.
2: And Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Dragonborn Eldritch Knight slash whip fighter. And Shane. Shane playing Alexander
3: the Human Bard. And John. Hello! I play Illuminost. Alvin Monk. ha Ha ha.
0: So, the last time on Dungeons & Abacos Podcast, you guys faced a Wealth, which is a were-elf in the woods outside of Fadel. You were able to dispatch it and made your way to the gates of Fadel, and you're coming upon not so of a warm of welcome. So, you stand outside the gates of Fadel and these 30-foot-tall walls look to be a whitish stone with release of trees and vines carved into the walls. There are evenly spaced parapets along the walls, and you can see elves on top of each with bows. You also see where there's arrow slits that run the length of these towers. The elves you do see on these parapets, they're up there with their bows, but their arrows aren't knocked. But you notice that the ones on either side of this gate, you have their attention. The gate appears to be made of a dark polished wood with a similar motif as the walls, but in the center is a tall elf holding a great sword above his head, with a star above the point of the sword. Anybody want to give me a religion or history check? Nice.
3: Anna is starting off, off starting us off strong. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like, so oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alexander and Alunidus, you would know that this is a depiction of uh Laurethian uh, who is the god of the elves to either side of the gate there are two huge blue banners and in the center of each is a silver tree with a silver star above each one of the trees in front of you blocking the road is a 5 foot tall wooden palisade with the points at the top shaved into spikes To the left and the right of you You will see similar structures Angled away from the road With enough room to pass a cart On either side But not directly down the cobblestone Road that leads you to the gate Behind you There are elves In plate, three of them On horseback, carrying lances And in front of you You see more than a half Dozen elves in full plate carrying long spears with blue and silver streamers attached below the still tips of their spears. Directly in front of you is a tall elf in silver full-plate mail, carrying a long sword and a shield. You can't see much of his face due to the ornate silver helm he's wearing, and there's a long blue plume coming from the top of the helm. He's wearing a dark blue cloak with a silver clasp in the shape of a tree and star that matches the banners on either side of the gate. That elf, who appears to be in charge here, says in a loud and proclaiming voice, Halt in the name of High King Doralion, I am Captain Sinus, Shield protector of Corellum, not yourselves and your purpose at the gates of fadel Psst,
4: Juliet. What? I'm not an elf. Aren't you pretending to be the priestess? Sure.
2: <clears <throat> uh, Juliet clears her throat and uh, calls out, um, "Yes, I am Rena Fairghost, and I am a priestess of Arathis. We've come here on a pilgrimage. That's that's it." <laughs>
0: So, uh, (laughs) this, uh, captain sent us, he's going to give you a small bow. My apologies, your grace. I mean no disrespect, but I have been given strict orders not to admit anyone not known and vetted by the small council, the temple or tower of Corellian, or the king himself. If you have a message, I can have it delivered. Or if you have someone in the hierarchy, of which I just described, who can vouch for you, I can admit you. If not, I bid you on your way in safe, Johnny.
4: Uh, do we
2: have anyone,
4: guys? Uh, I don't know anyone in the hierarchy.
3: I do not either, Ken. So, this one... Hey, Kevin, just a quick question, not a character. Um... Would this be something that, is it self-contained within their city or would there be like, like newspapers about it, like in other towns nearby?
0: Uh, I don't know what you mean by that.
3: So like the hierarchy of the elves here, right, that they're trying to have some sort of verification of like who we are, right? Yes Would I know of the identity of like people on that council
0: Uh give me a history check Nine No
3: <laughs> And just to clarify because it's been a week and I'm a goofball Um can I see the big map Where's the, uh, just the a big map reference of, point
0: of the city or the area
3: Uh To west of the gate the area, like going towards the town that we're trying to get to.
0: Okay, so that's basically the area map right there.
3: Got it, and we're at the gates of Fadel. Correct. Okay. And they are trying to give verification that we're human beings. Well, loosely, living things that have a conscience.
0: Well, not so much as living beings as you have some right to be there. Makes because sense. if you uh, remember, there's some strife up in this area between uh, the High Elves and the Wood Elves on the verge of, you know, from a Cold War to a Hot War based on some of the sounds of battle that you've heard in the area. So they've... You kind of think they've got this place on lockdown.
3: That is reasonable. Um, I will lean over to Liradoss... And whisper to him. Should we just go along with the the ruse uh, that we were going on before of uh, trying to do your rite of passage and just try and get, use that to get entry?
4: We could give it a shot. I I don't know if they would care about a wood elf wanting to do that.
3: What do you say, Joanne?
4: Maybe we should just try and
2: bluff our way in as
4: certain sort of this. I don't know.
2: I think that's what we're trying to do. Um, But we can certainly try the uh, coming of age thing.
0: So as you sit here and you're whispering to each other, you can kind of see that he's getting impatient.
3: Uh, I will go up to hearing range and exclaim to him that... uh, our friend here, Lunadas, on us with for our pilgrimage is trying to do his uh, coming-of-age ceremony, which he was unable to do earlier in his life due to his time at the temple. Um, we were wondering if we could gain passage so that he can uh, do his coming-of-age ceremony.
0: Um, so he looks around the group, and then he spots Lunadas and says, You have a wood elf in your company? Can you explain why?
3: Uh, question out of character. Does the so we're doing our pilgrimage thing, right? Uh, does our does the belief system that we're going with are they like racist or do they care about race?
0: You know, the high elves are extremely xenophobic, and uh,
3: right. But I mean, who we're pretending to be on our pilgrimage.
0: Right, which is He, well, I mean Are you talking about a pilgrimage of Arathis? Because you basically just told him That you're here for This rite of passage ceremony for the elf, And he looks over and sees that it's a wood elf
3: Oh, I'm sorry I thought I came off as if we were In the pilgrimage together Not as if the pilgrimage person Was a separate entity
0: Well, I mean, a pilgrimage for A priestess of Arathis And a pilgrimage for an adulthood ritual for a wood elf aren't exactly the same thing.
3: That makes sense. Um, I, I don't know. You guys
2: talk to yourself into a corner here. I don't know where else to go. Yeah, guys. Flabbergasted.
1: Talia's going to pipe up and say, sir, when we started this journey, we were unaware of any issues between the different types of, of, of elves. We just wanted to help our friend is there any way that we can maybe help this confrontation at least come to a stand to a what's the word I'm looking for out of character um
0: come to a close uh, stalemate.
1: not a close like a a temporary close like ceasefire uh, yeah ceasefire thank you uh is there any way we can help um this confrontation come to a ceasefire just for a short while maybe help get some peace here
0: little girl that's far beyond my pig raid
1: uh, may we speak to the person whose pay grade it is at? No. Why not?
0: <laughs> because you haven't given me any reason whatsoever to listen to anything you say. You show up here at our gates with really no reason to be here or inside the gates. You can't tell me anyone you know who can vouch for you inside. I have my orders
1: sir all i can say is that we were trying to help our friend who we care about very much um we don't know what's required for a coming of age ceremony as as humans obviously i i I don't know Uh, the priestess wouldn't know uh we're just trying to help him and and we're being given no answers and and no concept as to why we're even being treated like this
0: so, he's going to look at you and say, The reasons why aren't really any of my concern or your concern, really. I do what I'm told. And as far as your friend's adulthood ritual here, that's really not any of my concern either. Looks to be he's a few decades past Prime anyway. Damn. Damn.
4: With respect, well, he sir, was... I'd left the, the wood elf area quite some time ago, joined the temple, and have not considered my elf in much time. It is a requirement of the temple that I fulfill these adulthood rituals, not for any real need of my own.
0: Yes, but what are you doing here? Why not just go to the Gate?
4: we were under the impression that you had closed it, and since you are in charge of it, it was only proper to come and talk to you.
0: I am but a humble servant of the King, Fadel, and Carolin. I go where I am bidden, and I am bidden to guard this gate. I'm told what I need to know, and that's eat. As to what's going on at the Fay Gate, that's beyond
4: my pay grade. So could we proceed directly to the Faygate Gate, then? <laughs> if you wish.
0: I doubt your reception there will be much better than here.
1: You know, sir, you talk an awful lot about pay grades, and yet you're unwilling to bring us someone whose pay grade could talk to us. Uh, perhaps you would be willing to bring someone out to us that would know and have better answers than it's above my pay grade?
2: Maybe we just need to raise this pay grade. If you have a
0: message to deliver, I can certainly do that. Or, like I said, a name of someone in the hierarchy of which I've spoken of. Then yes. But just showing up here to the gate, in expecting admittance? I'm afraid I can't do that.
1: Um... I, I don't know I, okay out of character I want to, to have him bring a message to his commanding officer but I don't know what to say in that message uh, that's what I'm thinking of right now just so you know
2: all right so I I have a question here um, I actually have this this picture saved of the connections that you told us about um, from the various books we gathered for for uh, I guess for the red talons, we, we found them in the, the mansion. Would any of those names be even remotely related to anyone in the hierarchy um, in Faydale?
0: Um, you could try throwing one out.
2: See, that's the thing. I don't know any of these people and none of them appear to be from <laughs> anywhere near here. Mm,
0: that's not exactly true there is one you could throw out
2: I don't know uh, uh, can I, I see a map like I don't none of these places as far as I could tell were close I could say or the companion but that risks us being was, what's attracted what's his name
4: from the island but he was you mean Grand
2: Rage Pharrell I guess he's yeah. an elf but is he, isn't he? is he from Carlin Lee
4: well he's located in Carlin Lee.
2: I guess it's better than nothing uh, all these other people, are just fucking ridiculous.
0: Uh, um, there is one thing that you could probably say in relation to something that'll get you through these gates, based on this map.
2: Hmm. Hold on, now I gotta dig around for the map of this world.
0: Doesn't have as much to do with uh, geography as you think.
4: Is this D D
2: campaign trivia? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's an awful lot of answers, and if I put the wrong one, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't want to
4: respond. What's his name? What, what, what kind of paladin? Oh, he was a paladin of so the Yeah, cool. no.
2: I, I already checked all the companions. None of them, as far as I can tell, have a connection to this city at all. Um, the only thing I could think of is the companions are some sort of popular thing, apparently, and maybe this guy knows about them, but honestly, probably not, and/or doesn't care.
0: Um, you also really haven't try, really tried to work your Arathis
2: angle. I I just don't see a, a point that elves well, don't uh, worship Arathis. Arathis is about civilization. Elves the elves worship uh, Coralon. Like Corallon is not friends with Arathis at all. <laughs> like there there is absolutely no reason for a priest of a priestess of Arathis to be anywhere near the elven lands, unless it was for some stupid pilgrimage. Which I, I just don't, I don't see anything behind it. I don't know why we went along with the religion thing, but it seems good enough of the time. better
4: than being in Elf.
2: I guess that's true. I feel like we probably should have gone with something, I don't know, a bit less obvious.
0: But I mean, at the same time, I mean, even though they're not aligned, you get the feeling that Arathis is respected. Uh, by the I elves guess. based on the conversation that you just had with this captain I mean he did show you deference and respect
2: he, he was pretty nice um now I just gotta figure out which one of these guys is remotely related to Arathis I <laughs> fuck if I know uh,
4: we, have a, we have a king up in Marilash a number of nobles we have a mage of Bahamut Oren was a bard I'm kind of drawing a blank Orin's, Orin's not a,
2: a bard halfling, He's right? a uh, An Investigator or whatever Inquisitive Right? Something like that?
0: Yep uh, I would say look
2: who's the most connected here Oh now I gotta count out the lines Jesus Christ uh, Okay so the, the most connected The person who has eight connections Is Hera Kimaldi so, I guess we'll name drop her, Only him, seven. eight. Only seven? I'm counting eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, seven. Then also Leah Auerhath also has
4: seven. So does Barrow and so does Orin.
0: Orin actually has eight.
2: He does. Does he? One, two, three, four. Oh, oh my yes, God. he does. Yo, fuck this little guy. I, I am getting <laughs> his head for being an asshole on this fucking chart. Uh, all right. I guess we'll name drop him then. Um, oh, how do, how do I want to say this? Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, sir. Um, we've just come such a long way. Orin the Companion, uh, he himself told us about the glory of this place and that you, we might be able to actually come in. I, that's disappointing, or it would be disappointed. Orin, you say. Uh, yes, we know each other on a first name basis.
0: <laughs> Wait. Here.
1: So I, I can't help but think that maybe, just maybe, this is a really bad idea. Oh,
2: this is a terrible idea. I I was gonna go with oh we're with with companions and we're hunting red talons and then just like put throw us right into the fucking danger zone. But. Uh,
3: yeah, we're still waiting on the feedback from the guard, I guess. He <laughs> we actually went off to lunch and just left us standing around. What a joke. <laughs> I'm better at being mildly comedic than actually useful in the party. Kill me, please. Just bring me in. Put you me have the so dagger, up. dude. I do have the dagger. You know, these odds are looking mighty tasty you now that I think about it. <laughs> Maybe
4: or you could just that you helpful. could just tell
2: on our group. You could be like fuck it, I'm done with these fucking assholes. Write yourself out of the I'm sure that would go well that for character.
4: Me. And uh,
1: I uh, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I have an escape strategy that I hope will work.
4: <laughs> Is it dark out? I don't think that would work. <laughs>
1: uh, it's it's called pretend to be a helpless little girl
4: as
2: knives spill out from your dress.
0: So you're going to see this uh, this guy in uh... Full plate. This captain, Sinus, is going to walk through a smaller door that's part of this gate. About five minutes later, he is going to come back out with a another elf, just about his regal armor, um, but he's got two plumes sticking out of his helmet. He's going to walk up. He whispers something to Sinus, and then he points to you, Juliet. He's going to walk up to you. My name is Major Laren. Captain Sinus here says that you know Auron. Is this true? Oh, yes. Very much so, sir. Uh, give me a deception check.
2: God damn it. Alright, here's here, here's the natural one, guys. <laughs> Pretty close. Six. <laughs> That's a six. I
3: actually cringe enough to make my legs cramp up.
2: Like,
4: <laughs> Someone else needs
2: to do the fucking up. talking. I, this is what happens every time. You're the one who wanted to be the leader. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was voted the leader.
0: Mm. Uh, I don't think that's true.
2: Well, no one has voted against me. I would say a 100% vote. I don't think I don't there think was, was vote a vote.
0: <laughs> this uh, Major Laren is going to give you like a, a strange look. How exactly do you know, Auron?
3: I will pipe up. I do have a pipe, technically. Uh, Yeah, we were hunting down red talons uh, Further down south And we encountered them on the uh, After a hunt We ended up talking about the About what we've done
0: Really? You know, Eric Tellwright's here
3: Can I do a history check on that name?
0: Uh, You would know that Eric Tellwright Is a famous bard and a companion He was on a similar hunt and is currently interrogating one of the Talons in the city as we speak.
2: I swear to fucking God, if you say, go and tell him we're here, I'm going to fucking sprangle you on the spot.
4: That sounds
0: reasonable. (laughs) And he's looking to you to respond.
3: That's a big yikes out of character. (laughs) Uh, Uh... You know... I'm not good at this whole interrogation thing, out of character.
4: Who are
2: you interrogating? You in interrogating conversation? Me. Oh Inception? yeah.
0: Oh. What do you mean yeah. by out of character? <laughs>
3: That's a click for you. Um I Okay. Pause to get out of the goofiness. Yeah, he would definitely vouch
0: for us. <laughs> Give me a deception check.
3: Crit. <laughs> oh, God. Nice!
0: Pull him through in the clutch. He's going to say, Yes, well, maybe you can meet him at the tower. Captain Sinnis, let them through. Captain Sinus is going to motion from these other guards to move some of these palisades to uh, open them up for you to pass the cart through and then you're going to hear the major yell open the gates one of the sides of the gates is going to open up large enough for you to pass the cart and your horses through nice
4: so are you going in? hell <laughs> I yeah. Think we oh, are. yeah sure so, who thinks we're gearing up for a TPK?
1: Oh, I am so looking forward to my... Kenku necromancer. What about you guys? <laughs>
3: I've already got three characters set up.
1: Oh, I see. I haven't set up my, my friggin' uh, soundboard yet, because uh, Kenku's Mimic.
2: <laughs> they can throw this campaign in the trash and start a you. My next character is definitely going to be charisma-focused... Because I I do way too much talking, and in combat, I'm a useless piece of shit. I don't take damage, I don't do damage, I just kind of sit there (laughs) and watch you guys fall unconscious.
0: You're beginning to move through these gates, and um, the Major's going to say, My sergeants here will accompany you. I'm sure y'all want to go to an infest and clean up. They can take you. Thank you kindly. Oh, sorry. Thank you kindly. (laughs) He gives a slight bow You notice that there's going to be these two guards That are going to fall in beside you So let's bring up the map of Fadel. As you cross through this gate You're going to notice over to your right There is this large garrison made of stone That's probably about three stories tall You're going to see some elven soldiers Running through some exercises and drills Outside here, you're also going to notice a large stable with uh, farriers working on some horses, uh, brushing them down and shoeing them. One thing that you notice as you walk through the gates is there are trees everywhere as if like the forest has been integrated into this city. To the left of you, you are going to see some shops and a marketplace. As you move up through this avenue, you are going to see this large statue of an elven woman with a longbow on a pedestal that is surrounded by this fountain that stretches probably about 40 feet in diameter. Behind that, you are going to see this incredibly tall tree, probably one of the tallest you've ever seen on the scale of maybe like a California redwood. Around that, you are going to see a park filled with trees, but towering above this, you are going to see a large silver structure made up of four towers behind it that stretches probably about 200 feet up into the air. To the right of you, you are also going to see a large tower similar in construction to what you saw in Lee at the Tower of Insight, but on a much smaller scale. It's probably about uh, 100 feet in height. You're gonna see uh, various other structures and tall buildings. There are cobblestone roads that seem to crisscross and spiderweb out all over this uh, city. The city itself seems to be maybe about a mile in diameter based on um, you can see from wall to wall you see wooden and stone structures houses most things here you know are in the two to three story range but one thing that sticks out is there are trees interspersed everywhere so you're led up this street and you are passing this one statue everybody give me a history check boom
2: Hannah.
0: Hannah, even though you didn't get out much as a street urchin, you would know that this is a statue of Elysian Silverbow, one of the saviors.
1: I will say that to my friends.
4: And my friends,
1: But also uh, point out that the reason I know all of this is because of all of the reading I've been doing now that I know how to do that. That's the excuse I'm coming up with on why I know all of the history
0: So um As you're traveling up the street One of the sergeants on the right of you Is going Who's leading the pack here Me Okay this uh, elf is going to turn to you and say I know naught of your means What kind of inn would you Be looking for Uh,
3: Something modest if you wouldn't mind
0: Yes it's easily Done do you
3: have any recommendations?
0: Uh yes, the Faith Holly. And he is going to lead you up this road along the street. Here where I'm peeing to the right, you're gonna see that large silver tower that's kind of a, a mimic of what you saw on the Tower of Insight. Beyond that, there's as you travel up the street, you are going to see another statue with a fountain of a tall elven woman with a staff. And there is this large building behind it That's kind of a, a square Three story building With a uh, rotunda On top of it Made of this black marble You're going to cross further up the street And you're going to see a large five story building It's made of red stone. To your left As uh, you pass the silver palace On your left uh, You're going to see another large statue Everybody give me a religion Or a history check
3: Your boy's a history buff What do you
0: know
1: I I haven't read all of the books yet
0: Alexander and Juliet You would know that this is a statue Of the elven god Corellon To the north of that You are going to see What appears to be a temple And then as you Come to the end of this uh, Street It forks again and completes this oval That uh goes around this, uh, the temple, the, the statues and the silver tower, and you're going to see a large clock tower. And then to the right, you are going to see a large four-story structure with stables all around it. It is uh, wood with a black slate roof. And there's a sign out front that has a depiction of a nymph. And the sign reads in Elvin, uh, Lunados would know this is the phase Folly phase Folly so as you pull up to this the sergeant is going to say you can know, park your know, horse isn't back this is the phase Folly you'll be able to get to Rome's here thank you Captain Sir and they're just standing there waiting for you to do something
2: we very much appreciate your help in this matter um, both for my pilgrimage and for our friends quest. Where could we find Eric Tellwright again?
0: He is at the Silver Palace. Will he be here long? I don't know that. I'm assuming you will want to meet with him soon after you refresh yourself.
2: We'll go find him ourselves, but yes. Uh, We'll be waiting. And, uh, Julia is going to nod and motion for everyone to bring their horses around uh, back so we can unload all our stuff And get inside A-S-A-fucking-P I will follow So Actually, I was
4: thinking yep. that we would Immediately go to a different inn But yeah
0: So you move into the stable yard And you're going to see these two riders um, Dismount But they are outside the inn
4: Talia I uh, think maybe you could uh, Hunt down some thieving contacts See if we can't get underground real quick
1: uh, can I look around for any kind of real, like, thieves' guild in the area?
0: Well, I mean, you're at this end. You can give me a Percept investigation check to see if you can see any thieves' can or anything like that. 21. So you look around, and you are, this place is pretty pristine. It doesn't look like there's any graffiti, any carvings into wood or stone, and definitely not any thieves' can
1: that information, like, I see nothing. This, this place does not look like it has that sort of thing.
3: Yeah, it really puts the can. Thieves can.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe let's go inside, get rooms, and get ready to move uh, as soon as we can. I don't want them knowing where we yep. are. You take your horses and your cart
0: into the stable yard. There are two young elves and by young, maybe like 40 years old, that are working the stables that take your horses and you know, take the saddles off and brush them down and assign them slots in this stable. Are you, you guys right. Right
4: inside? Uh, yeah, let's go. Um, actually, Luno is going to wander about the town and see if he can't find any hint, however subtle, of uh, red talons or red talon activity. He's keeping um, his eyes open on the street.
0: Okay, are you just walking back out the way you came? Uh, no. Is there a back way out, I'm hoping? There is a gate that leads out the back of these stables. Are you going to walk
4: out there? Or are you... What are you doing? I'm going to peek through if I can, see uh, what's on the other side. You look out
0: the back gate of the stables, and this appears to be the residential area you're seeing some trees you're seeing some houses behind the inn here
4: all right then i'll walk through the gate and then, uh start exploring the town just you know a humble monk walking around doing monk things
3: i don't i don't think that's a good idea no you're a you're not one of their kind that i don't think you're true. gonna get, i don't think you're gonna get any help around these parts i'll tell you what
4: well, I was kind of hoping just to look and see if I couldn't spot any sort of al- talent allies. But if you think I should uh, stick around here and not go out, then that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're
3: welcome to do what you want.
4: Yeah, I'm talking th- like an elf. That's racist.
3: Because we're technically out of character and we're being very meta because you've already walked out of the room.
4: Why are you appropriating
0: what elf culture?
3: Um, it's our culture and heritage. You know, I don't have an answer for you.
0: Next thing you know, you're going to be putting twigs in your hair.
3: <laughs> are you calling me a wood elf? All
4: right. So, is Alexander recommending to Lunadas that he not go out?
3: You, it's up to you. If you think it's a good choice, go for it.
4: I'm going to give it a shot. If nothing else,
0: I can always run. Are you just walking out this gate or are you trying to sneak out? What are you doing? I ain't particularly sneaky, so I'm just going to open it, walk through, close it, and then walk. Okay, so you walk out this gate and there is this grassy kind of backyard area. Before you get to the next house, there's three or four large trees and then you see the street to your west goes back to the wall. Across the street from this inn, you are going to see what appears to be a large manor house.
4: So I was just thinking I would walk um, not... Hurriedly about the city keeping my eyes and ears open hoping to spot any sort of signs of talons or talon activity not really engaging with anyone not uh, in this spark up conversation or anything like
0: that Around this time of day across the street from this inn is this manor house but behind this is kind of a market district and you are seeing several high elves out on the street And as you are walking through this area Give me a perception check 25 You are noticing You're gaining a lot of attention As you walk through here As they recognize you as a wood elf You are starting to see some of these high elves Whisper to each other And some have even started pointing at you
4: Okay I'm going to head back to the inn
0: So you're able to get
4: back to the gate and slip in Yep They definitely saw me And did not care for me so i should not wonder about the city other people are going to have to investigate i
0: mean one thing that you do know about these high elves is they are pretty xenophobic as you've walked around through the city you are not really seeing any other races
4: so if people with disguises could investigate
3: i mean i have disguised self but like what would i be looking for exactly
2: Hmm. i
3: don't know
2: is everybody still out in the
4: stables I thought we went inside. I thought that was the whole thing,
2: and then yeah. Alunadas went to do his own thing. Okay, well, so, so let's, I get back,
4: and they've been inside.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, cut to the rest of the party here. You walk around the the side of these stables up to the front entrance of this inn. It's kind of got the 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 feel of uh, like this large covered porch, almost all the way around. Uh, the left, right, and front side of this There's chairs You kind of get like the, the Cracker Barrel feel Of this place But a, a little bit more churched up
4: um, Elvin Kitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you walk through the front doors of this place And you go inside And at this point in the afternoon There's not really anybody inside here The common room Is of this uh, dark Polished wood There's no sawdust on the floor That's usually the telltale signs Of kind of a lower place establishment The tables and benches here Are of a polished wood also There's also some round tables here With chairs around them At the back um, There is this long dark polished wood bar With a mirror at the back end of it You see various bottles of wine Tankers of L and even some bottles that you recognize as spirits. There is a woman who has her back currently turned toward you. Uh, she's wearing a simple green silk dress. She has this long strawberry blonde hair, and uh, she appears to be um, polishing some uh, crystal crystalware And you see that she notices you because she looks up into the mirror behind her. And she is going to see you as you enter and turn around.
2: Yes. Can I help you? Oh, um, yes. Hello. Um, We're looking to rent a room here, or maybe more than one. How many people do you have? We have five.
0: So let's say at least three rooms. That
2: sounds perfect.
0: Yes, we have those available. 15 gold per night uh, is that total or
2: for each room for each
1: that's
3: hey Kevin uh, yes out of character what's what's the going rate for like an
0: Uh this is kind of expensive you would expect to pay anywhere from like 3 to 5 gold at most ends
3: okay makes sense isn't that a bit much I mean I'm sure we could work our way down yeah
0: who are you saying that to? Uh,
3: the clerk lady
0: That's the going rate for travelers in the city
3: Even with the 21 persuasion? Rip. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see a 21 persuasion <laughs> I, I assume that whenever I try and persuade somebody I, I do a persuasion check
0: She's gonna look you up and down And then she's gonna look Julia up, up and down And see the uh, priestess robes. Well, it appears that you have a priestess here Mm, perhaps twelve golden nine.
3: That sounds good to me.
1: Uh, I was gonna say maybe we should try to find somewhere that's a bit more in our budget, and start to walk towards the door.
0: Uh, the sergeant said this was probably the budget-minded place. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the budget place at twelve. The- oh, Jesus, our elves just. <laughs> for Jf.
3: No, it's because we're outsiders. I don't. I don't know what's not to grasp. There's xenophobic people that don't care, especially since we have a wet elf. I mean, if we're being fair, this is probably pretty cheap with a wet elf at our party.
2: Uh, Let's let's be fair. We have plenty uh, of money. Yeah.
4: Uh, Give me an inside check. Pay for a week's worth of rooms.
1: Crit.
0: You get the feeling, Talia, that she just doesn't really even want to rent to you or deal with you because you're... All kinds of different
3: races that aren't elf, and the wrong kind of elf. Mm-hmm, yes. Um
1: See, I kind of want to go somewhere else. Maybe pay yeah, more, but maybe be treated better.
3: I don't. I, I think. I mean, that's the whole point. They're all gonna be like this. Yeah.
1: We won't know until we check, and if we're in an inn that isn't the one they sent us to, that isn't a bad thing either.
4: But we'll. I say we get a week's worth of rooms and then disappear. Because if we pay for a week's worth of rooms, they won't be expecting us to disappear, is what I'm
0: saying. So she's just sitting here looking almost like bored and like indifferent, but she's kind of, you know, <laughs> getting tired of you not responding. So do you want the rooms or not? I don't have all day.
1: I, I look at her and say, Can I bring my dog to my room?
0: There's an extra charge <laughs> for that, sweetheart.
1: What's the charge?
0: Five gold per night
1: for just the one room correct
0: yes unless you expect the dog to be in all three
1: well not at once and and Talia's (laughs) gonna pull out uh what did you say a week's worth of rooms
0: that's what I think
1: hold on I'm doing math
0: that'd be 45 gold a night times
4: 7 plus 35 for the dog
1: Talia's gonna pull out uh, 315 gold and put it on the counter give us our keys please ma'am because she figures that if she's gonna be a rude, you know, if she's gonna be rude, Holly can be rude back.
0: You put the money on the counter, and she picks up one of the gold coins. She takes this kind of like a, a crimping press from behind the counter to punch into it because you know she's too classy to bite into a gold piece to make sure it's real. And she says, oh, "That's acceptable. Here, are your keys." and she reaches behind the counter and pulls out the keys to your rooms. There'll be an extra charge if you make a mess. we We'll try not.
1: What's the extra charge?
0: Well, cleaning fees will amount to anywhere from five to ten gold depending on how big of a mess you make. I know sometimes your you people can be somewhat messy.
1: Oh, that's strange. I've heard the same about you and Talia's just going to walk away.
0: Hmm.
3: She doesn't mean that. She's just a rude kid.
0: Yeah, someone should teach us manners.
1: Could say the same about you, she yells over her
2: shoulder.
4: <laughs> Luna Das does not
1: crack a smile.
4: My friend's going to say,
0: We're done with this pal play. Can we just go get our rooms?
3: Sure thing.
1: Talia's so, going to go get Abbott and, and happily bring him to the room with her.
0: Let's go on upstairs. So uh, as you bring the dog in, you see... That uh, this Hilsa, The innkeeper Is kind of giving you the side eye Make sure he doesn't track any mud Through the room
1: I'll do my best, ma'am But she's going to say it like Like she's saying a a, a dirty word
0: (laughs) Alright, so uh, You guys make it up to your rooms And uh, they're really nice rooms Um, Most of the inns That you've stayed in have been pretty plain But you go inside of these and there's like these poster beds And, you know, they're fairly They're like queen-size beds There's polished wood and furniture uh, Dressers, chairs There's even silver mirrors inside of each room There's porcelain wash basins There's these ornate rugs on the floor It's pretty high class
4: Well, that was just a lie I mean, you said it was high class Well, that was just a lie <laughs> How so? They never caught a rabbit. Ain't no friend of mine.
3: <laughs> I mean, they're high elves. Of course they have high class rooms.
4: So you got your rooms. What are you doing now? Plotting how we can escape and hide. I don't like anybody thinking we're connected with the companions and knowing where we are. Especially not when there's a companion in the city.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, once night falls, I think Tali would like to take a flight around the city as a bat leaving her window open so that she can get back in because she's learned her mistakes. Um, And see if she can find some kind of a seedy underbelly of the city.
0: Watch out for the owls. Um, So around this time it's probably about 2.30 in the afternoon. So are you just going to wait for nightfall or is anybody else going to do anything? Well Juliet
4: and Alexander and possibly Nifron can disguise themselves go around the city And look for stuff I don't know what Um, Maybe information about where the boots might be Or along with Talia Talia has this guy's self, right? Anyway, you can explore look for thieving stuff And all that sort of stuff Look for information So as you were talking about this
0: Nifron's gonna He's gonna chuckle and say There's no seedy underbelly of Fado. Have you never been here? It's pretty idyllic
1: That's what they want you to think.
0: I've been here many times, girl. There is no Thieves' Guild. There's virtually no crime.
1: Damn perfect high elves.
0: Anything that's crime, or let's say a seedy element, is expelled. To where? They don't care. Just as long
1: as
4: it's not in the city. And maybe they can just go directly to the temple or tomb or whatever it is and see if they can't investigate and find out if the boots are there or if they've been moved or what. Okay. So
0: is your plan to go to the temple of, uh, That's the mage archmage person. Yeah. No, there, there is basically here. You've got the silver tower which would be where the, the king and the small council is. Uh, you've got a temple, which would be like the priesthood. And then you've got the tower here, which would be basically your uh, wizards, which would correspond. Four, uh, four here would be the tower. Uh, six here would be the temple. And eight over here on the map would be um, the tower of Corellon. So right now, really, the only thing that you know is, you know, that Eric Tellwright is in the city interrogating a Red Talon that was captured, um, who is at the Silver Palace. That's number four. Correct. Or number eight. Number four.
4: All I know is that being in this city makes me itch. I don't really like it. Can we investigate as quick as possible and leave me well for what it's worth
2: if there's really no crime here we're not going to be suspected very easily are we well
4: we're not high elves and they don't like us and now they think we're with the companions and there's a companion here I don't like it Luna starts like pacing the room looking all
0: jittery uh, Lunadot says you are pacing back and forth in this room. Uh, give me a perception check. 19. You are on the front side of the inn, And as you are pacing back and forth, you look out the window and you notice where there were two guards before. There are now four. And it looks like the two sergeants that were there were, that walked up the street with you earlier have been
4: relieved of their duty and now they're two new guards. I'll let everyone know. Looks like they're keeping watch on us. They just did a guard shift change.
2: Are you certain it's not simply their overzealousness
4: to, you know, fight crime? No, I, I think they're watching us. Can we just, like, get our business done with in the city as quickly as possible? It's like being in an ant hill. Well, if
2: we want to get this done quickly, um, then I guess we had better rest up for tomorrow, right?
4: Yes, that's... yes.
2: And, and maybe we should, while we're uh, awake in our beds, since we won't be able to sleep because of all the, you know, hostility, we'll think of a better story for why we're here, uh, unless we want what happened at the gate to happen again.
4: Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, fine, yeah.
3: Yeah, we can let, uh, try and get freaking, uh, why are names escaping me? Freaking Talia to turn into a bat later on to try and search things out.
0: So, around this time, you are going to hear a knock at your door.
3: I will go to answer it.
0: So you open the door, and there is a tall elf there in half plate. He's removed his helmet and has it tucked under his arm. Um, you can see he's still armed. He has this long, flowing brown hair and says, Do you intend to rest for the night? Or should I send word of your coming to Companion Telright?
3: We intend to rest for the night. Thank you.
0: As you wish. I know you must have traveled far.
3: Yes, sir. It was not an easy trek.
0: I guess that's true. You don't need a deception for that.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so he nods to you and says, All oh, as you say. And he is going to turn and walk down the steps of this inn. Uh, Lunadosh, you'll notice that uh, that same elf, a few minutes later, walks outside. Him and another elf are standing guard outside this inn he didn't
4: leave he's still out there keeping a watch on us
2: okay but it's it's
4: not a big deal yet we're still okay so far it's only a matter of time before the companion finds out about this we need to be out of here go 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 get like put on a disguise and go go explore talk yeah Uh, uh,
0: You're looking out the window And you're going to see another guard On horseback uh, Walk up the street And talk to the guard That was just at your room And they talk for a while And you see that one guard uh, Who was at your room Point to the back of the inn And you're going to see The uh, rider Go up the street And turn north up that street Now they're watching the back
4: door, so we can't get away.
2: This is the worst. We shouldn't be here.
4: Mm. Well,
2: um... Not all of us can disguise ourselves, so... We're going to have to figure out a clever way to get around that.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't help that elves are pretty... Pretty perceptive people.
2: That, and it's pretty
0: homogeneous. So... (laughs) You're basically the... Different races in the city, so you kind of stick out like a sore thumb.
3: So, what's the plan?
4: We you get some rest. <laughs> you two explore during the day. Now, while well, you can with disguises, Talia flies around tonight. I try to not die. Um, just just a
2: thing. Um, I can only hold my disguise for about an hour, maybe three tops. Um, that's not all that much time to explore.
4: Well, it's it's enough to walk to a temple, have a conversation, and walk back, right? Right. Yes,
2: but then if something happens, not yeah. to mention what if they see through our disguise?
4: They, they, why, why would I, they?
2: Elves I don't think the magic's going to be a problem with that.
4: Elves aren't. The elves don't have. They can't see through disguises any better than anyone else.
3: And I guess me and Juliet are going out.
4: I mean, Lunadas is practically shooting you out the door, but that would still be up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I will use this guy's cell on myself to look like uh, one of the elves that I saw on the road coming here.
2: Okay. Juliet is merely going to don the... Uh, uh, the Arathis robe stuff that she has um, and she's just going to go uh, she's going on the the assumption that they respect holy people here uh, since the guard at the front of the gate seemed to so if she just goes out and excuses and says oh I'm just going to go pray uh, maybe they'll let her out
4: <laughs> okay yes, so That's uh, good. be careful go don't be, come don't get caught come back quick be careful go
0: so as I gonna, understand I this you the door so as I understand this, this is Alexander disguised as an elf, and you are just your dragonborn self in this uh, Rathus robe, and you're walking down the steps in the sand and walking outside?
2: Uh, yes, but not together.
0: Okay, who's going first? I would like to go first. All right, so you walk down the steps, and you see uh, the Mistress of the Inn here pouring some drinks. The common room here... While not full, there are some people that are in here You see two elves that appear to be soldiers off duty Who are drinking And you also see another elf in some fine, fine blue robes Who appears to be deep in his cups of wine Who is reading a book over in the corner Are you walking outside? Yes Yes so you walk outside and you are going to pass these two elven guards and they are just going to nod to you as you walk out into the street.
3: I will nod back and continue on.
0: Okay. Juliet. I'm peeking out the window. Um, yes. So you see all this, alenodos. Uh Juliet, so you walk down the steps and you notice that these two or three soldiers that are here drinking are eyeballing you as you walk down and you hear some whispers between them and uh, you notice that uh, they're still looking at you
2: Uh, Julia is actually going to walk over to them uh, as boldly and confidently as possible and um oh um gentlemen I'm just out here for my uh, daily prayers and I was hoping you could direct me to the nearest temple of uh, Karelin
0: One of them who um, Appears to be a higher rank The other one's um, looking at The way he's dressed Says Aren't you a priestess of Arathis Why would you be praying at the temple of Corellian
2: I still respect all the gods And your culture as well It's all very important to me And I'd rather have a holy place to pray As opposed to just some
4: Room Mm, Sure
0: Go out the door turn left, past the clock tower, before you get to the statue of Corellian. You can't miss it.
2: Thank you, and blessings of Arathus on you.
0: Hmm, you as well. And then uh, they turn back to uh, their discussion. <sighs> okay, made it through that conversation. Alright. So, are you walking outside? Uh, yes. So as, uh, you walk out Two guards are still standing outside One's going to look at you and say Niel Gris Where might you be going?
2: I'm headed to the Temple of Korathon
0: And why?
2: I need somewhere to pray Is that the best place for you to be praying? It is a holy place, isn't it? I need a holy place to pray you expect me to do so in my room
0: i don't see why not but far be it for me to prevent you from your perez. i will accompany you jared can you all down the fall to you? and the other elf is going to nod and um the elf's going to say i will accompany you
2: great if you would follow me uh juliet will definitely follow
0: so he is gonna lead you Down the street here to Number six on the map Alright This is about a six story tower That ends to Cap point uh, Around it there appears to be These almost like stone Structures all the way Around this tower and then circle it To your south you are going To see the statue To the elf god
2: Neat um on the way there, Julia is going to ask the guard, um, so, exactly why are you protecting us? What do you. Why are you standing guard outside of our place and accompanying me? It just seems rather odd.
0: I just have my orders.
2: Who are they from? No one you know. Is, um. Is, is crime a problem? Are there criminals about and you're protecting me? Is that what's going on?
0: Let's just say it's as much for y'all protection as it is all's
2: Oh, well, that's wonderful to hear
0: You look around and you're going to notice people out on the street Like pointing and talking It's pretty obvious that uh, you are being singled out here As a curiosity in the city Uh Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, spaghettio. And the guard is going to look over his shoulder and see this and look back at you and say see what I mean
2: I'm certain it's mere curiosity surely but uh Juliet when she gets to the uh, temple she's gonna find uh, she's kind of just gonna follow the lead of the other people who are there the priests and the various uh, uh, what would you call them worshippers whatever they are and Just Um, kind of pretend like she is doing prayers and paying respects and all of that.
0: Outside of this place, you aren't seeing a lot of worshippers. You are seeing some, um, what appear to be priests, walking in and out of the temple. You see some elves that pass by the statue and will give like this, um, it's like a sign where they take their palm Uh, the fingers of their hand and press to their forehead and then to their heart and do a slight bow okay
2: okay Juliet is going to um, play it up a bit more but uh, she's going to do a similar uh, gesture as she walks up to it and uh, maybe kneel down lower her head mumble something under her breath stupid sexy Elunidas (laughs) Alright,
0: so as you walk through this park, you are going to see this fountain that appears to be probably 40 feet in diameter. It's about 3 feet deep. There is this pedestal that rises above the water and then a statue of a tall elf in full plate armor with a greatsword out in front of him with the, the tip of the sword pointed down into the ground. He is wearing this uh, flowing cloak and this uh,
2: helm. Would I know who this is? Oh, yeah. This is Corellian. Uh, okay. Just double-checking. It's the same guy. For some reason, I thought it was a different statue that you were describing. I'm looking at the map like, uh, I don't see that one. It's, uh, it's the same one. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: right here at number five where I'm peeing.
2: Yeah, yeah interesting and um he said there were like trees everywhere is it less is it less like an urban area and does it look more like a park is that it's kind of kind like of an urban this-
0: park like if you were in like the forest park of like say central park in nyc
2: oh okay cool if any of our viewers haven't been there highly recommended it. it's nice um i guess I mean Juliet's going to spend like an hour or two there just pretending to pray and just taking stock of what's going on, who's going where, if there are any disturbances and then head back. She she was she was planning to do other stuff, but uh, it's clear that this guard is not going to let her.
0: As you are there praying, you're looking around and trying to take stock of your surroundings. You are going to see some passersbys doing their same respects to the statue. You're still going to see some of the priesthood Moving in and out of this temple But curiously As you are Facing the silver tower here You are seeing Shifts of guards move in and out In the uh, hour That you are there Um, You're also going to see people On horseback Hurriedly move up the street Dismount and run into the temple
2: Oh uh, Juliet is going to uh, Take a break from her prayers And uh, move inside to follow As a uh, You know, stealthily as possible Or I guess, uh, what would you call it As inconspicuously as possible Uh, to where? Uh, where the people who just Dismounted and ran inside, they went to a temple Right?
0: Uh, to the Silver Palace, which is oh, where okay. the Oh, okay, never
2: mind, never mind then <laughs> yeah that's that's not where i want to (laughs) go okay so i'm getting i'm getting the vibe here that there is really like maybe a safety concern in the sense that maybe the wood elves will one day breach the uh, walls and or do guerrilla warfare in the night but i could be overthinking this um uh if that's all that happens then julia is going to head back
0: Alright, so, um, you finish your prayers and stand up, um, you turn around, not more than like ten feet from you is that same guard who followed you down and says, If y'all done with your prayers, I'll escort you back to the inn.
2: Oh yes, please, that would be most appreciated. What's your name again? My name is Paints. Paints? Um, very well, Paints, let's head back.
0: So, he is going to motion you to follow him up the street. So, after about 15 minutes, you make it back to the inn. And um, you notice that same guard is standing outside. Damn, long shift. Well, I mean, you were only gone about an hour.
2: Oh, that, that's true. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, Juliet will just go inside, um, nod to the guard as she walks in.
0: Guard is going to nod to you, and then uh, adjust the saddle on his horse. Uh, you walk through the common area. The same three guards that are in there, uh, that were in there before, are still in there. You notice that the one noble over in the corner is uh, much drunker and um, trying to engage the soldiers who aren't paying any attention to him. <laughs>
2: Least they're professional, I guess.
0: So, you going back upstairs?
2: Uh, yeah. And where's Shane during all of this?
0: So, let's cut to Shane. So, Alexander, uh, you have left the inn around the same time as Juliet. What are you doing now as a high elf in disguise?
3: I will walk the streets to get my bearing and try and not look suspicious. And, uh, figure out where the graveyard is of Elysian Silverbow.
0: You're walking around and you aren't... Give me an investigation check.
3: Crits. 25.
0: So as you're walking around, um, you aren't really seeing any graveyards here. The most holy and consecrated place that you find is the, uh, the temple right here where, um, Juliet was earlier. And actually as you're walking the streets You pass by And see her Outside the temple praying um, With this guard watching over
3: I will Not make contact And continue on my way
0: Okay so as you walk down the streets You are seeing some uh, The uh, shops here To the south and west There appears to be like a General Store trader um, there appears to be like a magic shop. There is a um, weaponsmith and armorer and also a scribe and wandsmith. Um, for the most part, as you walk through these neighborhoods, they look pretty residential, like kind of like upscale suburbs. Uh, is there anything in particular that you're looking around for? Because um. you're not seeing a graveyard. You're really not sure what what they do with their dead here in the city
3: Could I try and roll a nature check to see if I would be able to get an idea about it?
0: Uh, yeah sure.
3: 21
0: Um, with the, uh, the 21 you're not sure the this would probably be more of like a religion check with what they do with their dead.
3: Okay, I can re-roll if need be. 18
0: Um, So you kind of get the feeling That with their dead They are basically given back To the earth here All these trees Around this place Maybe markers To ancestors
3: Okay Um, I would like To make my way back To the hotel uh, To the room Okay, uh, did you want
0: to investigate the statue?
3: Sorry, which statue?
0: Uh, The one of uh, Alessian Silverbow
3: Yes, please
0: You walk back down to the fork here from the main road Coming from the south gate uh, Where you came in And spend a little bit more time with the statue You notice that this is a beautiful elven woman who appears to be dressed in This leather armor uh, The one thing that sticks out About her is the bow Can you read Elvish?
3: I can use Comprehend Language to read Elvish okay. Which I will do
0: So uh, you cast a spell And there is an inscription uh, Below this statue That says In memory of our savior Elysian Silverbow Conqueror of Ruin No she's not She cheated, it's a lie
3: Is there anything else noticeable?
0: Without getting into this water and, like, getting up on the statue, give me an investigation check.
3: Fifteen.
0: So, you make a circuit around the statue, and it appears to be, like, a solid granite statue. There are some silver inlays around the pedestal, and then the plaque you read the inscription is made of gold it's probably about um four feet by three feet in size
3: okay i would like to uh see if her boots are very distinguished um you
0: look at the statue and i mean the the boots are part of it they look pretty ornate um but they just appear to be part of the statue You know, the statue itself is probably about 20 feet tall. Um, The boots on the statue would be, you know, probably three or four feet.
3: Okay. I think I've got everything that I can from this specific area. I will start walking back.
0: All right. So you make it back with uh, no issues, and the same two guards um, that you met on your way out are still there, and they nod to you as you walk in the inn.
3: I will nod back and go for it.
0: All right. So you're able to make it in and, uh, upstairs, uh, uh, when you walk in, it's much the same scene inside with the bartender, the three, uh, elven guards and the one noble over in the corner getting drunk.
3: I will nod in their direction and go towards the room.
0: All right. As, uh, you start, uh, walking up the room, the, uh, the one noble over in the corner it says Hey! Hey! Yeah? Would you come over here and have a drink with me?
3: Uh, No thanks, I'm a bit busy at the moment very tired. Okay. I will be on my way.
0: Okay. So you walk upstairs and go to your room?
3: Uh, who is in the room?
0: Um, at this point, I'm assuming it's probably, uh, you and a to a room, Nifron probably has his own room, and then Juliet and Talia. That makes sense.
3: Uh, who has the question statue?
4: Good question.
0: Uh, that would probably be in the bag of holding.
3: Zoinks. I take out the, uh, the statue. Alright. I think we could, uh, we should ask a question to try and narrow down where the boots are since we're kind of short on time. That way tomorrow uh, we can cash in on a new one. What do you think? Didn't we already do it? that?
4: We did it at some point. don't know how recently. Yeah, you asked
0: yeah. where the boots were and it said uh, it was beyond its sight. I
3: thought that was more time than I I internalized in my head. Okay, uh, I guess we'll wait until tomorrow to ask the question. We can ask if they in the
4: Feywild. I think that was Juliet had that idea. I think it's a really good idea.
3: Yeah, it sounds good to me. But I was unable to suss out that much besides a little bit more about uh, Elysian.
0: And I think that's probably a pretty good place to end it right there. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling-sized favor, Give us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Greetings, and welcome to the Wizard's Wardrobe. I am the proprietor Balak Hyrule at your service. We have Swell's most unique collection of magical items and potions. Have you ever wanted to fly? We have a potion for that. Have you ever wanted to be strong as a bull? We have an elixir that can make that happen. Did you use a magical item without knowing what it did? We have scrolls that can remove almost any curse. Once there was a young man that found a girdle and when he put it on, it turned him into a lady. That was quite a shock, I'm sure. We helped him with that too. Oh, where was I? Oh yes, the wizard's wardrobe. We have rods and wands and cloaks and robes to fit almost any besetting adventurer's need. And all items have been identified by a certified wizard, so you know you're getting exactly what you paid for. Guaranteed. When you think of magic, Think of the Wizard's Wardrobe. We are located on Elm Street in Lascaen. And remember, if it didn't come from the Wizard's Wardrobe, who knows what you're getting?
3: Yes, we were hunting down Red Towns and encountered them uh, on a similar pathway. Uh, we ended up talking after a while. Can one you stop
0: hunts. clicking? God damn it. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Right on, click, click.
0: I can't even hear you from the clicking.
3: I'll click you.
4: Don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> One more bad mouth, and that's another click for the team. <laughs> I was doing a second nature. My bad. Uh, cut. Pause.
0: Getting you clicked again. <laughs>
3: That one was on purpose. I'm sorry. Uh, pause. Yeah, how do you guys like the uh, my moments of inspiration in the Discord? I I
2: like the uh, yeah the fence.
3: Actually, that was a good. I'll one.
1: Be also be right back. I have to use the restroom. I'll it like two seconds. All right. Okay, maybe longer than two seconds, but be me. <laughs> We're
2: losing everybody. <laughs> That's what we need. We need instead of you being a bard who talks, we need you to be our meme smith. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. I can. I can do that. You know, I'll do it for free. Heck, sweet. And then you can just hand your memes to Kevin and be like, okay, um, this is how we're making money. We're we're spreading these in a a periodical, and uh, we're gonna make money that way. And then anybody who asks, oh. He's the famous meme Smith yeah I uh,
3: function through the the black meme kit I'll take the silence as an answer <laughs> I remember that welcome back
1: Did I beat Kevin
2: yep yep
1: that's sad <laughs> my bathroom is so much farther away now than it was before is it Well yeah back in uh back in my house in Zion my my bathroom was literally like... 10 steps away from my computer.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. So
1: if I had to go to the bathroom, I usually just waited for somebody to start talking a lot. and <laughs> just
0: go. <laughs> See, here's the problem. When we wait this late, that means I've been drinking for at least like an hour and a half.
3: Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That does not, not conducive to success.
1: No, we were just, we were just talking about the fact that I, I uh, beat you back. Despite the fact that I left a minute after you did.
0: So we're going on about two hours. I think this is probably a pretty good place to end it. Yep. All right. Since you guys have no fucking idea what you're doing.
3: None whatsoever. We're like children lost in a hardware store.
0: Well, I mean, there's some questions to be asked. um, (laughs) But it's kind of hard because you're in an extremely xenophobic city um there's a companion here and you're not quite sure what questions to ask and to whom at this point not gonna lie it's a tough nut maybe juliet could spend
4: some time at the library
3: you know i'm happy that you say that kevin i feel all this whole situation just makes me feel like i'm uh i'm losing brain cells i'm like am i am i not getting it is there just something that i just don't get it feels like I'm, i'm in a mystery show
0: I mean, there is an answer here, but it's going to be hard to get to
3: reasonable enough. I know what it is. They're in on the sting. The people that they're doing the sting on are also in the sting. They're doing their own sting against them.
0: And so meta. The music you heard on this episode was Death of Kings, Frozen Star, Water Prelude, Teller of the Tales, and Rides by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.